smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast this is mint light morning shot and i am shohini sen good morning here's a round up of the news you can use before you start your day The US ambassador to Beirut called on Lebanese politicians on Thursday to set aside their differences to rescue the country from its many crises after months of wrangling that has blocked a deal on a new government. After nearly 8 months without a government, isn't it time to forego demands? US ambassador Dorothy Shea said in a dubbed TV comments after meeting Lebanese president Michael Aoun She joined a chorus of foreign officials urging fractious leaders to agree a cabinet to tackle Lebanon's economic collapse, its worst crisis in decades. When European Union leaders meet on Thursday afternoon to begin a two-day video conference, they'll underscore the severity of the continent's health situation and the need for member states to continue lockdowns that have roiled the economies of nations trying to curb the spread of covid they will also discuss a controversial new proposal that will allow the eu to block the export of vaccines from pharmaceutical companies that haven't met their commitments to the block the new rules unveiled on wednesday would also block shipments to countries that don't send full doses or ingredients back to the eu or that have better health situations or vaccination rates The leaders are under pressure to contain the pandemic which has forced a new slate of restrictive measures throughout Europe. So far the EU has administered 13 doses per 100 people, less than a third of what the UK has managed, according to Bloomberg's coronavirus vaccine tracker. The US has administered 40 doses. Medicine Sans Frontieres or MSF staff traveling to in Ethiopia's Tigray region so Ethiopian soldiers shoot dead four civilians the medical aid agency said on Thursday denouncing violence in the five month old conflict fighting between Ethiopian government troops and the region's former ruling party the Tigray People's Liberation Front has killed thousands of people and forced hundreds of thousands from their homes in the mountainous region of about 5 million Though the government declared victory in late November, fighting has gone on and the United Nations and aid groups say insecurity is preventing badly needed aid from reaching hundreds of thousands of civilians. MSF, also known as Doctors Without Borders, said its staff were traveling in a clearly marked car between the regional capital, Mekele, and the town of Adigrat on Tuesday when they encountered what appeared to be the aftermath of an ambush of an Ethiopian military convoy. New Zealand's parliament has passed a legislation giving mothers and their partners the right to paid leave following a miscarriage or stillbirth, becoming only the second country in the world to do so. The bereavement allowance passed unanimously in parliament late on Wednesday gives employees 3 days leave when a pregnancy ends with a stillbirth without having to tap into sick leave. The bill will give women and their partners time to come to terms with their loss without having to tap into sick leave. The leave provisions apply to mothers, their partners as well as parents planning to have a child through adoption or surrogacy. India is the only other country with similar legislation, media has said. The University of Aberdeen in Scotland is to return a benign 
bronze sculpture to Nigeria saying it was acquired by British soldiers in 1897 in reprehensible circumstances. It is the first institution to agree to the full repatriation from a museum of a Benin bronze, raising pressures on other establishments including the British Museum to follow suit. The university acquired the bronze sculpture depicting an oba or king of Benin at auction in 1957 and it is considered a classic example of Benin late period art. It was originally taken in 1897 when a British military expedition attacked and destroyed Benin city looting thousands of metal and ivory sculptures and carvings known as the Benin bronzes from the royal palace. The university called it one of the most notorious examples of the pillaging of cultural treasures associated with 19th century European colonial expansion. A group of indigenous people known for gathering honey are protesting against their eviction from an Indian tiger reserve, a flashpoint in an ongoing legal battle that has pitted wildlife conservationists against land rights groups across India. The Jenu Karubu tribe, which traditionally gathers honey and other forest produce, has lived within the Nagarhole National Park in the southern state of Karnataka for generations. But hundreds of people from the community were evicted after authorities designated the park as a tiger reserve in 1999 and dismissed their claims for land rights under a 2006 federal law designed to protect them. India's 104 million indigenous people also known as adivasis or the original inhabitants make up less than 10% of the country's population and are among its most impoverished the forests rights act of 2006 aimed to improve their lives by recognizing the right of at least 150 million people to inhabit and live off about 40 million hectares of forest land You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.